Welcome to the Detox Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Gwena, certified holistic health coach and detox enthusiast, and I'm here to talk all things detox. Toxins exist in our lives in many forms, from the foods we eat, products we use, people we spend time with, and even the thoughts in our heads. Here we discuss how various toxins may be sapping our energy and vitality, and how we can detox to create a life we love. Each week, we'll discuss everything from nutrition, clean beauty, body image, stress management techniques, career and business, relationships, you name it. Whether it's with a guest or just yours truly, we'll get real, raw, and honest and provide tangible tips to detox all areas of our lives. If you're ready to step into the most vibrant version of you, let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Detox Diaries podcast. Today, I am going to talk about a topic that I actually did a series about on Instagram, something that I feel really passionate about and one of the main reasons why I decided to get more targeted and help women with hormonal issues. And that is because at the moment, about 80% of women are struggling with hormone imbalances versus only 10% of men. So like why (laughs) would that happen is really important for us to understand. So basically today I'm gonna be talking about how we got here, like why this is a thing to begin with, why we feel stuck here. And then finally, how we can start to address this. So there's not 80% of us walking around with hormonal issues. So when we talk about how we got here, the first thing is because we, as you know, if you're listening to this and you are a woman in your reproductive years and your naturally cycling years, we are left out of medical fitness and nutritional research. And the reason for this is basically because of how different our hormones are depending on where we are in our cycle. So we make things kind of complicated when they need to figure out how to control for different variables in their studies. So for that reason, women in their naturally cycling years are just pretty much completely left out of them. And instead, most of them are done on men and then some on postmenopausal women. But the thing about this is that we are just told about the results that come from these studies with no caveat saying that they're not studied on women in their reproductive years. So we're just told this information with the understanding that it's beneficial for everybody. And we are following this advice. And instead of actually being beneficial for us, it's actually wreaking havoc on our hormones. The other thing is this in general we are not in tune with the fact that we have a 28-day cycle because, again, we're being fed all of this research and all of these studies that are based on what's happening with men, which they only have a 24-hour clock, unlike us, with a 28-day cycle. And kind of just the way that the world is organized is kind of based on that 24-hour clock and not on the understanding that as women, we are not the same depending on where we are within our cycle. And that's not a bad thing. It's just something that we need to learn to be more in tune with and understand that we have like kind of seasons throughout the month where different things are more beneficial to us than other things, whether that may be different kinds of workouts, different ways of eating, different ways of working on our schedule, of socializing, all of that kind of stuff. The other big reason for this is the endocrine disruptors and toxins that are part of our environment. So obviously, We never could have imagined in a million years how many different chemicals we were going to be surrounded by. And of course, this is something that also impacts men. But if you think about how many, you know, skincare products, makeup, all of that stuff that you are putting on your skin in any given day, you know, hair products, perfumes, lip stuff, like, and then you compare that to the average man in your life, 
we're probably using like four or five times, if not more of those products than men are. So our exposure is even more extreme to these different things that are just wreaking havoc on our hormones. And then finally, stress. So again, obviously everybody deals with stress. It doesn't matter if you are a man or a woman, but I think we can kind of all see that as women, we tend to carry around kind of like this chronic low grade stress that's just always there. We have a harder time letting things go. Things are just kind of like consistently weighing on our mind. And this has an impact on the way our body regulates our stress response. And it definitely because our stress response and fight or flight and all of that stuff is part of our hormonal system. It has a lot of other downstream impacts that can affect our hormones. So those are basically the reasons why we got here, why there's such a huge differential between hormonal imbalances and men and women. So then the next thing is like, why do we still feel stuck here? So even once you know this information and obviously before when you don't know it, the reason that we continue to stay stuck here is first of all, just the way that we view being a woman, view our periods in general. I mean, we've been taught since day one that they're like the curse, they're horrible, they're something that we should dread, we wish we didn't have them. there's just so much negativity around our menstrual cycle, our periods, and honestly, a lot of things about being a woman. I feel like there's just kind of this common understanding that it's like harder to be a woman. There's all these negative things that surround it. And we internalize those things. And it makes us just kind of think that those symptoms that we're experiencing are normal. So we kind of just live with them. We kind of just figure that, yeah, that time of the month is going to suck. And yeah, I'm going to be moody and crampy and bloated and I just have to deal with it because that's just the way things are. So we're not even really recognizing that certain symptoms are a sign that something is off and that we do have a hormonal imbalance. We just think that periods suck, full stop, that's it. And there's nothing that we need to be worried about or even address. It's just like the unpleasantness that we just have to live with. And the other thing that really compounds this is that we are told this by multiple sources. You know, when when you go to the doctor and you tell them the things that you have going on, they have a tendency to tell you that it's normal and that there's nothing that you can do about it. You know, your test results look fine and, and this is just what happens as you get older or after you have kids or whatever it may be. Or, you know, you may even have been diagnosed with some kind of condition, whether it be like endometriosis or PCOS. And then it's kind of like, well, you're probably going to have downstream impacts to your health based on the fact that you have these hormonal imbalances, but there's nothing we can really do, you know, short of like surgery for endometriosis, but it's kind of like learn to live with it. So we're consistently told by, you know, healthcare professionals that it also is just something that we have to learn to live with, nothing can be done about it. And like, that's that. On top of that, everything that you're doing to try and take care of yourself from a health standpoint, all this advice that you're following, that you're being told is beneficial to your health, but actually has never been studied on you because it's only studied on men is making all of your problems worse. So some examples of this may be like really strict diets that are super low carb, like keto or paleo, if you're overdoing it on the meat. You know, this is really can lead to estrogen dominance in our body, which is one of the main reasons that we end up experiencing painful periods and PMS. Another thing is intermittent fasting. So this is something we hear constantly about all of the research that it's beneficial. But if we don't eat for extended periods of time, we can experience hypoglycemia, which is when our blood sugar gets too low. And this ends up 
getting our cortisol response to kick in, which releases blood sugar into our cells and starts to get our blood sugar into our bloodstream that then can be used by our cells. And basically it just kicks us into a fight or flight response when really we should just be eating consistently so that we can keep a balanced blood sugar and not trigger our stress response, which again is our hormones and is a major part of what ends up causing hormonal imbalance within women. So those are just a few of the major things that we hear constantly are beneficial for us, but they really are not good for women's hormones. And then you're following all of this advice, you know, you're pushing yourself so hard. You're also doing these crazy intense workouts. That's another thing which just can kick our cortisol into overdrive, make our body be in an extremely stressed response. So it's actually holding on to weight more than it's letting go of us and letting go of it. And the thing that's really frustrating about this is often as women, we just assume that we're doing something wrong, that we just have to push harder, eat less, work out harder, whatever it may be. And we just keep exacerbating the problem. And not to mention the emotional toll that that takes, like, you know, putting so much time and effort and really like missing out on things that are fun. And, you know, when you're exhausted, pushing yourself to do these things, not fueling yourself properly. Like it is just so discouraging to feel like you are doing everything quote unquote, right. Based on what you're told and you're not getting any results. Cause by the time your period and PMS hits, you're experiencing all those symptoms again, and you're never getting any real progress in your goals whether your goals when you're doing a diet like this is to balance your hormones or just be like, quote unquote, like healthier in general. But lots of times I think people are doing these things to lose weight and it's having the opposite effect because halfway through the month, they're sticking to it perfectly. Maybe they're getting some results, but then as soon as they start to experience their painful PMS and periods, they're completely derailed because you're so bloated that it's like anything, any weight that you lost is fully feels like it's back. And you're so discouraged. And it's like, I mean, we all know that feeling where you're like, I'm doing everything right and it's still not working. So whatever, (laughs) I'm going to literally eat whatever. I don't care. And then you just end up being in this cycle over and over and over again. And then finally, we just seem to always put ourselves last on the list. There are so many conflicting priorities in our lives. And whether it is your job, your family, your friends, I mean, constantly, it seems like there's always something else that is more important than taking care of ourselves. And this is something that I think is way more of a problem for women because we just feel this pull to do for others, which is a great thing, but it shouldn't come at the expense of taking care of ourselves. Because I think we all know intellectually, we've all heard like you can't pour from an empty cup and that you need to make sure that you are the best version of you so that you can be there for other people in your life. But somehow everything else always seems to muddy that message and we don't seem to actually act on that reality that we know to be true. So it's something I do challenge you to really think about is why is it that even though you know that to be true, you still keep putting yourself last on the list? Like what are those beliefs that are underlying that are kind of like more powerful in your head than the belief that you want to be the best you so that you can be the best you for everybody else around you that you care about. So that's a little bit of homework before we get into how we finally break free of having this ridiculous imbalance between the 80% of women struggling with hormone imbalances and only 10% of men. And basically one of the key parts of it is really a lot of unlearning. So Part of what got us here is 
diet culture, which obviously we know women are so much more impacted on this than men are. And again, the diet culture messages that we're pretty much being fed are things that are studied on men, which again is just so ironic. We're over here just like trying to follow them as best as we can to a T being the perfect dieter and not getting the results and also not believing that there is a way that we can be more intuitive, that we can be like lighter with ourselves, that we're allowed to rest, that there's periods in our cycle where, you know, a walk is the best workout that you can do. You don't need to be burning as many calories as possible to be in the best shape of your life. And that is something that it's so hard for many of us women to accept. So a major unlearning there. Another one is hustle culture. So the feeling that it's like, you know, the work hard, play hard, like just, you know, pedal to the metal, like all of those kinds of things, like in order to get any kind of result or get ahead in life, you need to just be giving everything you're all at like 150% all of the time at the expense of taking care of yourself. Because again, as we know, taking care of ourselves is the most important part because you're not giving the best version of you to anything if you are, you know, working at half of your potential because you are so symptomatic and crampy and exhausted and moody and all of those things that are not the best version of you, whether it is, you know, for your career, for your business, for your side hustle, and then of course, obviously for your family. And then this is a big one for women is martyr culture. So, you know, the feeling that, you know, you, you're last at the expense of making sure that everybody else is taken care of. And that feeling, especially if you're a mother, like, you know, everything with your family comes first, everything with your kids comes first. But I know that I talk to so many people that are like, my kids are only young once and I have such a short fuse because I'm so aggravated with not feeling well and having these mood swings and half the month, I just, I'm not myself and I'm not giving them the version of me that I want to be. But I know that, I mean, time just absolutely it flies by and we are kind of just always in shock of how long we've actually been putting up with certain symptoms. So really a big step in this is unlearning that whole thing of that putting yourself last is like something to be proud of. Because again, our family doesn't want us to be doing everything for them at the expense of taking care of ourselves. Nobody wants that that loves us. So understanding that that we really need to just like release that whole vibe. And I definitely see it more when that comes to fam, people with families, especially moms, but also at work, like the whole thing of like, well, if I don't do it, like no one else will, like I was the queen of being like, well, I have to get it done or else it's not going to get done or whatever. Like we have to just start learning to let go of that stuff because it's not doing us any favors. And then next is the four-step method that I take my clients through, which is the way to balance your hormones naturally. So basically this is key because Lots of times what we do is we're just following random advice on the internet, trying to piece it together ourselves. As we've already mentioned multiple times, most of that is advice that is meant for men. So we're never going to get where we want to go with that. So the framework that I work through with my clients is specifically for women in their naturally cycling years to get themselves balanced and finally get the results that they're looking for and correct their hormonal issues at the root. So the four steps are, we start with an in-depth audit. So this is basically where we go really deep on everything that's going on in your life. I say it's like what's on your plate, like literally and metaphorically. So, you know, we talk about your career, your relationships, your fitness, your spirituality, 
obviously everything related to food, sleep, all of those things that we know impact our health. But again, because stress is such a huge piece of our hormonal health, all of these other parts of our lives are really important to understand when we are figuring out what's going to work for you as we move forward. Then we move into the diet deep dive. So this is where we go into all things related to food. So it's, you know, blood sugar balancing, making sure that we're reducing toxic ingredients as much as possible and promoting our body's natural ability to detox by making sure that we're eating nutritious foods. We do a grocery shopping trip together virtually, learn how to read ingredient labels, all basically everything you could possibly need to know about how to fuel your body with food so that you can balance your hormones and relieve your symptoms. And then we move into adrenal love. So basically our adrenal glands are the glands that regulate our stress response. So second priority of our hormonal systems. So we really need to care for them. So this is where we talk about all things stress-related, which is sprinkled across the program because it's just so integral (laughs) to this whole process in general. And we also talk about fitness here because the way that we move our bodies can sometimes overly tax those adrenals or can support them. And then finally, in step four is our environmental detox. So this is where we talk about the toxins that are in our environment and our homes and our beauty care, like all of that kind of stuff. So you understand what ingredients to avoid, how to evaluate the safety of the things you have, and of course, how to find clean and safe options that you enjoy. So those are the four steps that we walk through together. And the other piece of this that's so necessary is the support and accountability that comes when you work with a coach like myself. Because, I mean, I think if you look back on any major transformation that you've had in your life, like where you really made a big change that wasn't easy, I'm sure you can probably pinpoint that it came with the support of someone, most likely a professional. So if you've ever worked with a you know, personal trainer or with a therapist, like those big breakthroughs and like really making a change that sticks comes with that support and the accountability. Because I mean, I would love to say that this is like super easy and it's, I mean, it's nothing crazy. The whole thing is the point is for it to be sustainable and something that we can enjoy our lives because the whole point of being healthy and feeling good is to enjoy your life. We don't want you to be like feeling fantastic, but you know, eating lettuce alone at home, like the whole point is to be maximizing everything that life has to offer you. So, but it making changes is very challenging again, especially when you have all this unlearning to do and you're feeling as though you need to be devoting all of this energy to things other than taking care of yourself. So having that support and accountability is really truly invaluable and such an important part of the process. And what I'll help you to do, and is something important for you too, is to just consistently tap into your why. Like, why is this so important for you? Why do you not want to spend another year? Like we just started a school year. For those of you that have kids or are teachers, which I feel like so many people I talk to are one of those too. It's like you kind of measure your life based on the school year and it feels like it goes by in a blur. And like, Do you really want to spend another year being like, wow, I'm starting this school year in the exact same place that I was last year. Like the summer is always fabulous. And I always think I'm going to change everything then, but summers are busy too. And just, you know, really not letting time continue to pass you by because you are worth it. Like it is worth it to invest in yourself and to make a change, even though I know that it's scary, but, you know, tapping into what your why may be. So maybe it is, you know, 
you want to be able to enjoy time with your family without being bedridden for half the month with cramps or feeling like you're snapping at them because you're in such a irritable state because of your cycle. Or maybe you know that your mind isn't clear at work or you know you don't have the energy to devote to it or your side hustle, your business or whatever it may be. Like really just also tapping into what it would feel like to actually not be mad at your body half the month because that's the worst part of this feeling like you're like at war with your body like it's like working against you we shouldn't have to feel that way we should be able to feel in sync with our bodies and that's such a big part of getting your hormones in balance so i hope that this episode was or this you know talk was like interesting for you to understand kind of what all of these things are that exist in our kind of culture and common understanding of things that are actually not beneficial to us. And many of those things we think are, or we think they're just the way things have to be. And again, you know, this is just a 30 minute talk. Like, it's not like any of these things are like easy, like ditching diet culture and hustle culture and martyr culture, like happen overnight, but just understanding and, and kind of being real with yourself about like, maybe it's not serving me that I keep living this way. And I keep subscribing to these beliefs that like, I just have to be miserable half the month. And I just have to deal with my symptoms because you really don't. So if you have any questions about this, I would absolutely love to hear from you. I'm on Instagram at the.detox.diaries. We can chat. Of course, I do free discovery calls where we can chat through what's happening with you. And if working together could be right for you, I would absolutely love to support you. And of course, as always, if you enjoy the show, I would love if you would leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or share this with a friend because I feel like when people hear the fact about that we are not included in medical fitness and nutrition studies, it's like such a light bulb moment because it just makes, it's just validating that you're not losing your mind when you've been following all of these various things and none of them have been working. The problem is not with you. The problem is with the education that we get as women around how to take care of their, of ourselves. And that that is what I'm so passionate about doing. So again, I would love to chat with you about it and I will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.